CabanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. All right, welcome back to the Top 8 Magic set review for Journey into Nyx. We're doing Nyx or Ixnay, confusingly. What's really, what's really confusing is this. We're going to have a dilemma in the next, the next few minutes, I think. Really? What will happen when the chicken comes? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, certainly we have to go to the door. We're just going to go, I'm going to eat some chicken. I'm going to eat the hell out of some chicken. So let's just go to the blue. Okay, so let's start off. Aerial formation, this is a strive card, it's a common, cost you to give any number of target creatures plus one, plus one, and flying until end of turn. And then the strive cost is to you. So this is like jump? It's like a jump. This is this is a jump that's like... Ixnay. Yeah, that also becomes... Ixnay. I mean, great limited card. All right. This is the card you always want to talk about all the time. Battlefield Thaumaturge. Do you like the art? Uh, the art's pretty good. I think it's highly unplastic. I don't like it at all. Um, one U for a two-one human wizard. So Snapcaster Mage cost and stats. Oh well, you're going straight for the Snapcaster Mage, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. No, no not Coral Merfolk. <laughs> no, it has Snap- Coral- <laughs> blue lightning. Wait, what's what's the green one? The the asp. <laughs> yeah. Nope, you're gonna yeah. go for one of the all-time greatest yes. creatures. That's that's okay. Heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets battlefield thaumaturge, it gains hexproof until end of turn. Pretty nice. Then it has each instant and sorcery spell you cast costs one less to cast for each creature it targets. So I mean, this card's really like, I mean, when you reduce costs, bad things happen in Magic, right? Good things happen. Well, I mean, depending on which side of it you're on. But I'm, I'm saying... This is like Lightning Strikes for R, right? Yes. Lightning Strikes for R. A card like Sea God's Revenge, which costs six to bounce three creatures, suddenly costs three mana to bounce three creatures. Curse of the Swine, which is UUX. Um, exile. It's just free now. It's just UU. Yeah, UU, and you get to exile all your opponent's creatures. Curse of the Swine's not a popular card, but Trey Van Cleave actually won a PTQ with a Mono Blue Devotion playing Curse of the Swine. Yeah, so if, if with this card, Curse of the Swine just costs UU, and you can just make any is, number of... Is that a sorcery? Yes. Why would you play that card? I, mean, I, I didn't ask Trey, he, but he, I'm friends with him on Facebook, but he, yeah, he won a PTQ with Curse of the Swine in his yeah. Mono Blue Devotion deck. Why would you play that card? I don't know. I guess maybe he wanted to be able to kill opposing classes. I mean, or don't you already have um, Pongify? Yeah, well, Pongify doesn't get him. It's indestructible. And so, uh, Curse Exiles. Oh, I see. Um, uh, another card, by the way, Aurelius Fury, is a card that... Yeah, I was talking about this on... Is it just like Infinity now? Weird things happen with that card. So, like, so let's look at that. Let's, let's, let's read Aurelius Fury. I know, I'm apologizing for us. <laughs> Aurelius Fury. Gate Crash. Red, white, X. Aurelius Fury, instant, yeah. deals X damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and or players. Tap each creature dealt damage this way. Players dealt damage this way can't cast non-creature spells this turn. So, oh my god. I don't know. 
I don't even know how to do this. So if I if I cast it for red white, I can target a creature and deal it one. Correct. If I cast red white and one, I can deal one to a creature and one to you. Correct. Or two to that creature. That's not that exciting after that. But if there's lots of additional creatures, each additional creature is free. Correct. All right. That's going to be the kind of thing that somebody tries to make a deck around is not going to be able to understand themselves. <laughs> I, I already don't right understand it. But yeah, I think this card's very exciting. Um, yes, I agree. I mean, with Launch the Fleet, you know, that, the card we were talking about before, suddenly I have Launch, I have, I have, I have a, a blue-white heroic deck. I have, let's say, five creatures. I said ten. So save it, save it, Brian. This is a Nyx. Okay. All right, so the one thing that I will add to this until we go to Cloaked Siren is... Yeah. Uh, the successful heroic deck in standard is actually blue, black, not blue, Correct. white. And this goes into that deck pretty seamlessly. Oh, yeah. It's a hell of a lot better than some of the one ones for two that they've got well, now. Right. Also, right. also, like, all your cipher spells suddenly become a lot cheaper to cast. Like, you, like, tap, tap that and that, and you get to cast that for you. And... Yeah, yeah. I think this is yeah. a highly playable card. Cloak Siren, on the other hand, is not anything. Harpy's, like... I don't like harpies. I don't know. They're yeah. scary. <laughs> Speaking of scary. <laughs> uh, countermand. Two UU, a casting cost that only Shocking Sarani can love. You kind of love it too, though. Uh, instant counter target spell. It's control. Puts top four cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. I think it's kind of poopy. Yeah. Crystalline Nautilus. So this is like one of the first bestow cards you really want to bestow onto your opponent's creatures. Because I think it seems like a sweet card to me. Four mana for three mana for a four four, but it has bestow five, three UU, and whenever a crystal knowledge becomes a target of a spell or ability, sacrifice it. So it's kind of sweet. Like you, you bestow it onto your opponent's creature. Yeah. You target it. You kill their creature. And you get the then the bestow list. falls off, and then you have a four four. That's cool. But I was just thinking about the card itself. Like, I, I've never been that averse to skulking ghost type cards, sure. tarpit warriors, or anything. Because like, usually your opponent has to use a use a card on it anyway. Right. All right. So you go on Dacromystic. <laughs> I mean, Dacromystic is uh, so. This is you for a one-one Merfolk wizard, and then it has you tap. Each player reveals the top card of his or her library. You may put the revealed cards. Into their owner's graveyards. If you don't, each player draws a card. So it's merfolk lootery, but I get to choose whether or not you're going to get any. It's not even lootery, right? It's like it's like draw a card. So this was um, one of my preview cards. It's so a weird card to, for me to figure out. It's probably very good. You don't have to. You don't have to draw. Right. Right. So you get information. You get a substantial amount of information, and sometimes I think you always get to pick if it's good for you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a I I, I don't know. It's probably good. You, are you gonna you gonna nix it? I don't know. I, I nixed it. I don't, I don't like it. I'm not I'm not that big on it. I, I'm not I'm not very big on it. I. Uh, I kind of like Daring Thief a little better. Alright, do you want to finish blue and then eat yeah. chicken? Alright, yeah. let's finish. Right. I like so, Daring Thief a little better. So if better. we just rush through blue, it's because of the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daring Thief is 2U for a human rogue inspired. Whenever Daring Thief becomes untapped, 
You may exchange control of target non-land permanent you control and target permanent opponent controls that shares a card type with it. This card, I hate these kind of cards. I just hate them. They're so confusing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a good. I actually don't like Deck Decromystic. If you save it, you can unsave it. Okay, I'll unsave it. Uh, yeah, Darren. I mean, when we were in uh, Philadelphia, Ben Stark said, "Perplexing Chimera is magic." He loves cards like this, where you just every time you do something, you you uh, you want to make all these decisions and give your opponent all these opportunities to screw up. Like you can just like if you have a way to tap this and untap it, you get to just steal like just get to steal something I mean, from them. <laughs> Like, you can get good stuff from somebody that's better than your stuff, I guess, if you... Give, you give them something, you can bounce it back. I don't know. I think the card's fine. I would... I'm probably not going to say Keep it in Constructed? No, no way. This is, like, it's more expensive than a Gilded Drake and harder to target. Right. But what if you gave them something like a Dictate of Crufix? So think about that for a second, though. Like, a card that doesn't matter who controls it. Dictate of Crufix, 1UU, Enchantment, Flash, at the beginning of each player's draw step... That player draws an additional card. So you, who cares who controls it? You can I, give them that and steal their other enchantment. So the the sauce on Dictative Crufix is like, oh, I cast at the end of your turn, so I right. get first draw instead of Howling Mine when they get first draw. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of this card. Do you like it? I do. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly... It's certainly a playable card. Yes. Yeah. You know, Kami of the Crescent Moon was a playable right. card. Right, it's so. certainly a playable card. It's going gonna, it's gonna to see play. But... This is a, an example of a card you could give someone with Daring Thief. Take their better enchantment. You could take their god. You could take their Athasa. And we are both still drawing cards. Yeah. And we're both still drawing cards. I think you. I think this is like a Reed Richards moment for you. You're stretching out there. I am. Font uh, of Fortune. I like this card. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's Courier's Capsule. Right? I mean, this is already... Courier's Capsule is a card you played, I'm sure, some constructive format. I've never played Courier's Capsule. I don't believe you. I don't believe you have ever passed up an opportunity to play any type of divination or <laughs> think twice. Or Speaking of which, there are four divinations in my standard yeah. deck, along with Opportunity, which I didn't think that I would play. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Opportunity. Still good? Still, still let me good tell you something. all those years when it was originally played you in You attack standard. somebody with the pro Prognostic Sphinx and get the opportunity. Like, Ooh. <laughs> if you attack someone twice with the Prognostic Sphinx, they don't win the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that from Limited. <laughs> Uh, like, ooh, so Font of Fortune. Sweet cards. Are you gonna keep this? Yeah, it's a playable card. Okay. God Hunter Octopus. That's like an impressive name, right? Yes. Five U for a five five. It can't attack unless defending player controls an enchantment or an enchanted permanent. So you can enchant that permanent with like a pacifism, and then attack them. And then you have like basically a crawl worm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. It's actually smaller than a crawl worm. Yeah. This card stinks. Uh, Hour of Need. This is another of the Strive cards. Two U for an instant. Uh, it costs one U for each Strive target. Exile any number of target creatures. For each creature exiled this way, its controller puts a 4-4 Blue Sphinx creature with flying onto the battlefield. I don't understand the aesthetics of this. You're... In my hour of need, I will transform all of my guys into huge sphinxes. Yes. Okay. Spring forth my burly sphinxy protector. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Do you attack first, and then you hour of need all your guys, and you have like four four sphinxes on D? I guess. Oh, it's an instant. Yeah. You attack, and then you you ambush them. They're exiled too. There's not even tricks for this. No. <laughs> I don't like. 
like this card at all. In a pinch, you could kill a god. Yeah, it's a weird Pongify. Yeah. Keep I mean, or no keep? Nix or Ixnay? I'm thinking Ixnay. All right, well, Ixnay it. What do you think? I, I think it's Ixnay. Uh, hubris. This card super stinks. <laughs> it's like so much worse than Disperse. One you return target creature and all auras attached to it to their owner's hands. The whole point of dispersing somebody's guy is to bounce their stuff. I gotta tell you, in, within the bestow decks, though, like, and certainly limited, like, putting all the auras back is good. To yourself. But even to them. Like, you don't want them to, like, here's the thing. Oh, in you limited, don't want them to get the guys. Th- they have three yeah. auras on a guy. You're like, oh, that thing's gonna kill me. I have to bounce it. And then they get three guys in play. Now you're like, pick that up and all of those, put them in your hand, and you just. So it's you're like thinking Herkel's, this is. You're thinking it's like a withdrawal or whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it stinks, okay? <laughs> I don't care what you stinks. think about this. It does stink. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> this is like farts. <laughs> okay. It's like old eggs. It's like my socks at the end of gym class. It stinks. Hypnotic uh, Siren, on the other hand, is like one of my favorite cards in the set. So this is just one a, a you for a one one flying. flying creature. So it's already flying then. Yeah, and then for seven mana, five you 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 can uh, enchant and control uh, target creature. So it's for it's basically like Conf- confiscate a creature. Or whatever. Control magic or creature, plus but it's also plus one plus one flying. I think it, it's it's comparably costed to take possession, which was a playable trusted card. Um, but then, like, you just ferries them up. Like, you just cast them on the first turn and get, like, six damage yep. in. It's an evasion creature. I think it's a very good card. Yeah. I, I think know, it, I like this card a lot. You think, you think it's uh, savable? Yeah. Okay. It is I think it's exciting, not just savable. Man, I want this card to be good. Interpret the signs? I want it's a hundred mana. It is. I mean, so it's... I was just talking about opportunity. We're just talking about opportunity, but this is a sorcery. Five U for scry three, then reveal the top card of your library and draw cards equal to the cards converted mana. Unless you're flipping and interpret the signs, how many freaking cards of this cost are you going to have in your deck? It's just not going to happen. It draws, probably draws you two and a half cards. And it's six on your own turn. Yeah, yeah. It's no. just, no. No. Uh, Cures Dismissal, you, Instant, Strive. Cures Dismissal costs you more to cast for each target beyond the first. Uh, return any number of target enchantments to their owner's hands. Oh, this card is almost sweet. It's almost sweet. And, and it makes me want, like, the fact that the, it's like, I feel like Can you card, imagine said artifacts instead of enchantments? How much better this card would be? About, but think about this card for a second in terms of, like, also, like, using it on your own. Enchantments, like if there's some way to like make constellation mana, yourself, constellation, pick up a bunch of enchantments. Well, if it's them. enchantment, guys, you can use battle battlefield thaumaturge to set it up. Yeah, well, it doesn't reduce the cost any. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Who knows what new cards? Is this do. Sa- is this a saveable? No, card? it's okay. not. <laughs> when we say close, that means it was close to being saveable. <laughs> No, oh yeah, it was really close. It was close all the way to being right. savable. Pin to the earth, one U for an enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets minus six, minus zero. Yeah. Okay. Polymorphous Rush. Here's a card I know people are excited about. Two U, instant, rare. Strive. The strive cost is one U. Choose a creature on the battlefield. Any number of target creatures you control, each become a copy of that creature until end of turn. So all your creatures become your best creature, or like I guess 
if you have a Cloud Goat Ranger and, you know, the three tokens and you had... Uh, That's not even that good. Yeah. <laughs> the whole point was that you could make the other ones, you know... Is this, yeah. this is not safe. No, it's garbage. Uh, pull from the deep. Q-U-U. Return up to one target instant card and up to one sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. Exile, pull from the deep. Flavor text won't be fooled again. <laughs> See, there's no looping on this. There's no looping on this card. This card's probably pretty, pretty powerful in some scenario. Four mana. I mean, it's it has an interesting ability, right? It's like a restock for two less mana. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I see John just playing this somehow. In limited, yeah. Like, no, in a Goblin Electromancer Storm deck. and you know, like, John will play a card that's just like red, gain red. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think this card's anything? I, I don't think it's unplayable, probably, but it's just not not knocking my socks off. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't nix it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm nixing it. All right, you can nix it. I'm, I'm going to play it in Commander, for sure. Oh, your answer for everything. Yeah, it is. Riptide Chimera. To you for a 3-4 flying. Yeah. Pretty good. At the beginning of your upkeep, return an enchantment you control to its owner's hand. This card is just spectacularly good, right? What, are, what enchantment are you playing, though? Like what's it's, just, it's just a, a Serendib a free. Right. Oh, it's itself an enchantment, so it would bounce itself. Yes. Oh, I thought it was just like a Serendib no. a free that sometimes gains value. No, no, no. No. This card is tricky. Yeah. It's going to come back to your hand every turn. I've shows. got a good answer for you, though. What? Galvanic Arc. <laughs> What's Galvanic Arc? What's... It's from the original Ravnica. It's yeah. R2. Oh, okay. You play it. Like, I think your guy gets first strike when it comes into play. Oh, yeah, 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 like... yeah. Well, The point is when it comes into play, it shocks, right? Sure. I mean, I guess it's, I mean, it's great. There's all sorts of cards like this that draw a card in this set, right? There's even, like, cards like Nylea's Presence... Which draws you a card when it enchants a land. So it's kind of... I, I, I think it's probably a really good card. It's probably a save Would you play it in Constellation deck? Yeah. Like, you could probably do some pretty filthy things with this card. And it's just not that bad. It's just like, just play it. And it's just a good blocker. Like it's up to, I mean, sometimes these creatures, you're just like, play it. Okay, I, I bounce it. Play it. You know, just... I mean, think about it. It's similar to um, Stampeding Wildebeests, right? Right. Ah, Rise of Eagles. This card better be spectacular. It's an awesome name. For you, you. Sorcery. Common. <laughs> Put two, two, two blue bird enchantment creature tokens with flying onto the battlefield. Scry one. Two tokens, you say? Yeah. For six mana. They're both enchantments, so you would get double scry, you would get double constellation triggers off of it. Because they are enchantments. <laughs> what would this card have to cost to actually be playable and constructed? Uh, UU2? UU2, yeah. And it would be fringe at that point, right? Yeah, How could it possibly cost this at six? It's a limited card. Well, maybe like UUU1? I don't know. Six is a ton. I wanted to ask you about this next card. Sage of Hours? Yeah. So run through your combo. So there's a, there's a bunch of combos, right? Like there's a, a number of standard combos that you can play. Uh, the one that I've been talking I mean, about. Sage of Hours might be buddies with Ripside Chimera, actually. Oh, because you're returning heroic triggering yeah. enchantments? Sure. Uh, Sage of Hours says it's 1U uh, for a 1-1 one, one mythic human wizard. Heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Sage of Hours, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. We haven't seen a lot of that in blue. And then you can remove all counters from it 
uh, as an ability, and then for each five counters removed that way, take an extra turn after this one. It's a powerful card. So there's a lot of things you can do. So Varel's the Scar Striped is a combo combos really well with this because you get to scavenge creatures onto it. That's a standard co- legal combo. It is. It is. There's also Corpse Jack Menace, which whenever you put a counter on something, you put double that many counters on it. So Corpse Jack Menace does this, but the thing that I've been... Uh, there's also Voral of the Hull Clade, which uh, doubles the number of counters on something. Uh, but there's also just a Johnny. <laughs> a Johnny! The new Johnny, which puts... You can put three counters on this. So basically the combo here is uh, Sage of Hours, Afar's Enlightenment. Afar's Enlightenment puts a counter on as a heroic trigger and puts a counter on from Afar's Enlightenment. That's two counters. A Johnny, you activate, you put three counters on, you swing for five in the air, you remove all five counters, or you actually remove for, you attack for six in the air, you remove all five counters, you take another turn, you do it again next turn. So it's basically a combo kill. Yeah, it's a soft block. It's like, it's very much pickles. Right, in terms of like, yes, your opponent might be able to find a way out of this, or you might stall out at some point and not draw a creature you need to return the Afar's Enlightenment to your hand. You really just need like three turns to kill them. Um, I, it's I, definitely a keeping card, so we'll yes. mix it. Yes. Scourge of Fleets. It's a Kraken. So this is another uh, cares about how many basics, or how many of a certain land type you control. So this counts the number of islands, and it returns each creature your opponent controls with toughness X or less, where X is the number of islands you control. Uh, 6-6. This seems really powerful. So... Am I reading this right? If I have seven islands in play when I cast this, everything that costs seven or less other than what I own Everything that has toughness seven or less. Yes. Everything that has toughness seven or less gets bounced. That seems way better than the white one. (laughs) Yes, it does. Like, because the white one is just like, maybe you get one guy. Right. This one, you bounce everybody. So, like, as long as they don't have, like, a 9-9, you're... Right. Yeah. Is this saveable? The the thing about this is that you got to be playing it in a clean game, not in a dirty game. Sure. Right? So if you're like, dirty game, you're like, all right, maybe bounce a (laughs) 1-1. But in a clean game, it's really strong. This card's not. No? No. I guess if you're you're under the gun against so many creatures, a 7's not what you're looking for, right? Yeah, this is just not it. But Sigil Starfish, on the other hand, this, this is this card's the real. This is way better than Omen Speaker, right? This card's just really good. One U for an O three. So we know that these stats, one threes, O threes. These cards are like perfectly playable in standard. They are perfectly playable in terms of keeping an Ash Zealot off of your right. head. And then tap Scry one. You can just scry with this guy every turn. Let's not forget, this guy's giving you a pip. Yes. Yeah. So I, th- I think this Agree. Card, agree I, on I, the key. Yeah, I already saved it. Uh, Vasa's Devourer. This card sounds like it's got to be awesome. And yet? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right, I'm going to cross my fingers and hope for Thassa's Ire to be good. For you, for Enchantment Creature Elemental 2-6. Uh, just a melt card. <laughs> uh, pretty good with... 
No, no it's not. Thassa's, Five mana. <laughs> Thassa's Ire. You, for an enchantment. Three you. You may tap or untap target creature. How is this costed this way? This card feels like... Flood. Yeah. It's just nothing. Uh, Triton Cavalry. So there's a two, four, for three, for four mana. Three you. A Merfolk Soldier with Heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Triton Cavalry, you may return target enchantment to its owner's hand. No, thank you. No, thanks. What about Triton Shawwalker? It can't be blocked. It's a 1-1 for 1. It's like a flying man, but it doesn't fly. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Blue stinks. This is horrible. I I don't know. Warwing Siren. So this is a 1-3 flying siren soldier for 3, and it has heroic. Put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on it. That's it? Yeah. Whitewater Naiads. Five mana, three UU for a four four. Constellation, it's an enchantment creature, a nymph. Whenever it or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, target creature can't be blocked this turn. So we're having a hard time getting to your ten constellation cards you want to play. I thought constellation was gonna be sweet, there's just nothing. So um That's the end of the blue card. You wanna run through blue or what what's what's playable or what? what Let's see. We have a fair amount of blue cards. But none of them are, like, spectacular. Battlefield Thaumaturge. So that one you like a lot, sure. Docker Mystic we decided to delete. Shrug on that one. We ixnate it. Uh, Dictate of Cruffix. Soft keep, you don't yeah, love no, it. Yeah, I don't love it, but it's, you never it's, love it's certainly a keepable card. You never love Hallie Certainly a keepable card. Font of Fortunes, right into Mike's decks. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Every single one. Yep. Hypnotic Siren. Um, I like I mean, that one a lot. The thing about Font of Fortune, again, just talking about, it, it's like, it lets you trigger all your Constellation and then draw two cards with it. Like, it's really good. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, if only there were playable Constellations. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hypnotic Siren, we liked. Pull from the Deep, I like. I think it'll be played. I'm going to play it in Commander. Leave me alone. Uh, I like what you said about Riptide Chimera a lot. Yeah. I like the idea that I can just... Bounce an enchantment that I'm using to target my heroic creatures or my Sage of Hours. It just like keeps them their guy off yeah. of you. It's fine. Sage of Hours might be my favorite card in the set. Like, Definitely has some potential. It's the potential to just be really broken. And again, if you can get to five counters on it. Like you don't need to take a lot of turns. Oh yeah, you kill them. Yeah, and again, so in, in modern with Varals, Scar Striped, you can put a Death Shadow on it. <gasps> For black, yeah, you can just and then you have thirteen counters on your guy. So you just take. You only get two turns. You need yeah. to get. You need to get two more counters on. Uh, Sigil Starfish, we liked, and that's the end of the blue cards. Do you want to do gold quickly or no? No, I want to check. All right, chicken. All right, um, winner, winner, chicken dinner. That was blue. <laughs> <laughs>